Hey, welcome to this episode of Hope and Struggle. You're again, along with me on a ride in my car. I hope today finds you well. This series of recordings are all recorded around the two-year mark for my husband Lee being in heaven. Funny story, sister. I did not want to do these. I, between you and I, this is so hard for me. I never want to make anyone else feel badly, which is interesting about someone with, I guess, who shares a personality like mine. I always feel, you know, for the most part responsible for how other people are feeling or are they having fun or, or, you know, are, are they, why are they being so quiet or, oh my gosh, like, let's clean this up. This is irritating. You know, them and, and, I'm the one that's lost. My boys and I, or my family, obviously, we're the ones that have lost Lee. But so many times, I almost feel bad when someone else is talking to me about how bad it hurts them that I've lost Lee. And and it's it's like my brother-in-law was like, Lee's young brother goes, well, what do you say? Uh, sorry for your loss. You know, like I'm doing that like in air quotes. And I say that with like all the humor I can find and muster up because it's interesting how you don't want to talk about it with other people, not because you don't want to talk about it, but because of how uncomfortable it makes others feel. And I, I can't be that way anymore. I am the most uncomfortable with this. I am the most in pain. I'm the most sad but yet I don't want to talk to anyone else about it because, and I'm, and you may feel the same way if you've lost someone, you may understand this, but it's just too much for some people. Just literally they cannot handle it. And, 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 and that's okay. But I'm making myself record this not only because this is what my therapist thinks is a great idea. And I trust this Christian therapist. And by the way, if you're not into therapy, find a good Christian therapist. And in my loving opinion, someone who in a real way understands your pain. If you've lost someone like I have, find a therapist that's lost someone. It's going to require patience and you're going to have some hit, some misses, but you're going to have a couple of hits too. And that's what you have to think about. Um, I didn't really grow up in a family that did therapy. And, and now that I know what I know and I, I love my family to death, but all it would have done was help. You know what I mean? And yes, the Holy Spirit is our counselor, but he can guide us to more help, you know, with and through licensed, trained people that can just help us with our thought process, you guys. And that's kind of what it boils down to. What's our perspective? What's our thought process? What do these things like lean us towards? What do these things, I mean, is it healthy? Is it unhealthy? Because there are healthy ways to do this. And my dear friend, Dr. Michaela Sarno is a therapist, uh, EMDR specialist. She's in California. I highly recommend her. She does these amazing intensives where you go there for a week and, and, and just kind of <laughs> unpackage that onion, so to speak, like ogres have layers, onions have layers. It's like you just start opening up and, it's something super, super important. Now, no, she's not my therapist that I, you know, pay, but she is a friend. And I think having a friend that maybe does hair, eventually 
their expertise is going to come out when y'all talk. I mean, I'm in fitness and, you know, and, and, and people start talking about stuff. I'm like, well, you know, this is actually the proper, you know, form or here's the best whatever for that. So it sort of comes out. So I kind of feel like I get bonus being good buddies with her um, because she does share stuff. And, and, and one of the things that she shared is that, you know, there's like healthy ways and unhealthy ways to deal with stuff. And not that we're going to get into that today, but being able for me to put words and adjectives and, and just things around what I'm feeling instead of just letting them stay inside and, and just burn a hole in me and just well up. Um, it's very, very, very helpful. And I shared with you in the last episode, if you have not listened to that episode, it, it's, it's painful and it's, it's, it's grief in real time. But I, t- I share with you how just utterly disappointed I am. And it, and that is true. And every time I say that, it's like ah, it's the exact word that describes all my emotions. You know, when you like are looking for that word, you're like, oh, that's not it. Oh, that's not it. And then when you find the word, you're like, ah, that's the word that encompasses everything I'm thinking or feeling. So to me right now, like I'm just so disappointed. And I know that somehow, some way, God will make right on everything. And it might be in heaven. And I don't even think a lot of this will matter by the time we're there. But right now, two years, almost like Monday's two years. Today's actually Friday, depending on when you're listening. But just in perspective, I'm recording this the Friday before the actual two-year mark. And it's not that I have like a calendar, an alarm that's going to go off. Everyone, it's two years today. You know, it's like I'm not doing that. And I don't do that with dates. But it's interesting how without even thinking about it, I'm thinking about it. Without even trying to think about it, I'm right there. I am, boom, right there. Um, And the word disappointing is just, I loved my life. And it's not that I hate it now. Of course, I love, you know, being a mom with my boys. But, I mean, I'm half of the person I was because I was married to Lee. We always, you know, like he was my half. He would always say, this is my better half. Or he would say, this is Mindy. She's the front end. And I'm the butt, the back end, which was like so dumb and not a funny joke. But he like thought it was so, hymns was so funny saying that, you know, in his dad joking ways. But I am disappointed. And without seeming so hopeless, what I said last episode remains to be true. I don't know that my life will ever be that amazing again. But you know what's really, really cool about God and what's really cool about cancer? If you think about it, right? Is that, and I'm sorry, here's my blinker as I'm turning the corner, is that when you know that someone's sick, you have one of two ways to deal with it. You can either make yourself on purpose cherish every moment, every day, every experience, every trip, and think, I got to like, I got to dig in deep here. I, I want I want this all over me. I want to dive in to the thickness of this experience, whatever that is, because you know they're, they're going to be limited, okay? Or you can kick and scream and cry like a baby and hate your life and think you've been gypped. And by the way, those are both choices. I chose the first because it was so much more fun, so much more attractive, and it just felt right. Now, 
I know that's easier said than done, but with the help of Jesus, he allowed me to see things for their beauty. And, 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 and as messed up as something is, he always gave us humor. And I just thank God for that. So as all these thoughts and feelings and just I can't get away from it well up inside of me, I want to share this tip. And maybe it's just a girlfriend tip or maybe it's just here's an idea. But I want to share this with you because this is what I'm going to do. And this is something my therapist who has lost said. I know that when you grieve, and by the way, I'm paraphrasing here, but, you know, I know that when you grieve, some people say, you know, okay, do you. Like a lot of my girlfriends, do you want to just like go shopping on Monday or let's go see a movie or let's just drink all day? And I'm like, no, why do I want to do any of that? It's going to make me feel worse. And then they're like, okay, well, I'll come over and we'll do a craft or, or, or we'll organize something or something you want to do. And I said, you know what I think I'm supposed to do? Because of what my therapist said, I think I'm supposed to sit in it. I think I'm supposed to let grief do its perfect work. Because you guys, we grieve because that love has like nowhere to go. We grieve because that love is still there. That knowledge, that friendship, that companion, that family member, all that love is still there, but it's like it's hitting a wall. It's like in a room with no windows and no doors. It's just in a box hitting and ricocheting off every single wall. And that's why it's so painful. But those moments where we get in it deep and we're grieving so hard any band-aid that we try to use to self-medicate or help us thwarts our forward progress. It holds us back, and I believe that fully. Now, the things I will do, I will work out because working out makes me feel amazing. It's a lifeblood for me. I don't work out because, oh, I want to be thin. Well, hello. I want to be healthy. Hello. But it's like, I don't work out. Oh, that's amazing. I work out because of what it does for my mind, what it does for my body, what it does for my heart, that energy, that, 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 that just clearing of the mind. I don't get it from anywhere else. And I think people have working out twisted and they think it's a punishment because of what they've eaten or a punishment of drinking too much or a punishment for, because of their, their genetics. No, it's a gift that God has given us to get our heads and our hearts and our minds right. I talked this morning and I felt like complete, you know what, starting the day off. I'm like, oh God, there it is. I feel the heaviness. I feel the weight of what all's gone on. I feel the weight of moving in my life without Lee. I feel the weight of nobody even coming close to him. I feel the weight of running my businesses alone by myself. I feel the weight of all of our bills. I feel the weight of my 20-year-old in college. I feel the weight of paying for college. I feel the weight of my 13-year-old and how he lost his best buddy. But I still got up and I went to the gym, ended up teaching a cycling class. And I, in the middle of that class, goes, thank you, God, so much that this is the thing. Thank you that you gave you gave me the accountability to be at this class at this time with all these people. They don't know anything, and I'm certainly not going to tell them. They don't deserve that. But that kept my chin up, and I am still up today because of that. my prayer this morning and from working out. You guys, it is such a God-given gift to work out. It's a choice, and if you think of it right, it can be so much fun, and it can be something you look forward to. Oh, my gosh, the, the outfits we can wear. 
and like all the fun, like I have a Britney Spears cycling class coming up and don't think for one second, I won't have makeup on. Like I slept in it. My eyeliner ran all down my eyes and I'll have really bad extensions. And I might even have a fake snake around my neck when slave comes on. I'm a slave. I'm just saying there are ways to let some of that light in and that sunshine into where we don't feel so, so, so sad. Yes, I know some of it we can control. And yes, I know much of it we can't control. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work out. I'm going to pray and do my Bible study. And I'm going to journal anything I want, whether I'm voice memoing it into my phone or whether I'm writing it. And then I'm going to sit, which is the hardest thing for me. I'm going to be in it. And I'm going to pray about it. And I'm going to think about Lee. And I'm going to read notes that people have given us. And I'm going to look at his pictures. And I'm going to be thankful that I had him. I'm sorry. If you think my crying voice is ugly, you should see my face when I cry. But I'm going to. And I'm going to do it on purpose because I need to get in and grieve on purpose and make allow grief to do its perfect work so that I can come out of it further along. I can come out of it with knowledge and experience that I can not only share and minister to other people with through my personal pain, but I've got a responsibility to my boys, to my coaches and my fitness business, and to whatever God wants me to do through this podcast and the Bible Babes. So I just want to lovingly share with you, when it's time to be in it, be in it. Because if we don't, you guys, it catches us so off guard in other times. And and it's typically at the worst of times. We've got to let our grief do its work. And then on purpose, we got to have to, on purpose, we need to go and sit in it. And then you know what? Spend our hour or two or full day. And then we need to put grief back on the shelf and get on with our day and our life. And then you know what? Come back and do it again. Because that's how it's going to work right. That's how we're going to get it to do what it's supposed to do. The purpose in which God means for it. Because I'm not being punished. The boys and I are not being punished. God allowed it for his purposes and his reasons. And it's our job and responsibility to move forward. Because that's what Jesus wants us to do, because because it also honors Lee. Lee would have already, on so many occasions, told me to stop being stupid, which, by the way, if you knew him, just one of his words in a very slow southern accent, he would already be like, why are you wasting your time? Go. Do. Have fun. Do things. Do not waste your time. I want to honor him. I want to honor what he would want to live Or how he would want us to live after he's gone. He wouldn't want us to change. He wouldn't want us to crawl in a a little ball and never come back out. He expects me, and so does Jesus, to stand up and to walk forward with the truth that God has promised me with all of his promises. And to honor that wonderful man that God allowed me to marry and meet at a funeral and then have beautiful children with guys I hope this helps 
And I do ask for prayer. I ask for prayer for my heart, my boy's hearts. And just for God to do something with this with utter purpose. So it just feels so much more purposeful. And that somehow, some way, this can minister to others. I love you. Let me pray. Oh, God, I love you so much, Jesus. I'm just sitting at your feet. I feel like I'm in your arms. What I wouldn't do to hug you. What I wouldn't do, Lord God, to talk to Lee one more time. But I know that's not your purpose or your plan. I just pray this selfishness out, Lord God, and that you would just let your perfect work happen within this loss. Lord, we got him, and we got him for so many years. And I know that seems things always seem perfect or different when we lose someone. That person's automatically a saint. You know very well none of us are perfect to God. Things were pretty amazing, and, and it was all because of you, because you allowed it to be, and I praise you for that. I thank you for that, and I pray for us in our future. Pray for my boys. Lord, and I just pray for, like, this season right now where it's coming up on the two-year mark, coming up on two years after his celebration, and just all of that that went on. I pray between now and New Year's, Lord God, that you would just do amazing work. I love you, God. I trust you. I thank you for this day, and I thank you for these people listening. Pray that somehow ministers and helps, sweet Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being here. 